This is AgriPulse Open Mic for Wednesday, January 17th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Trump honors Dole. Crop insurance risk study. USDA's telework crackdown. Grassley looks to free Northy and Argentina limits. President Trump and Vice President Pence head to Capitol Hill today as Bob Dole is set to get a top honor. Former Senator Bob Dole, probably the most influential Republican on nutrition policy of his generation, is receiving one of the nation's highest honors today. President Trump and Vice President Pence will join House and Senate leaders in the Capitol Rotunda this afternoon as the 94-year-old GOP presidential nominee is awarded the Congressional Gold Medal. The award, which recognizes Dole's service to the nation as a soldier, legislator, and statesman, is the highest honor Congress can award to a civilian. The legislation authorizing the award notes, among other things, Dole's role in creating the McGovern-Dole International School Feeding Program. Dole and former Senator George McGovern, a Democrat of South Dakota, were jointly honored with the World Food Prize in 2008 for their collaboration. Studies raise caution on crop insurance reforms. Economists are coming out with studies that suggest proposals to cut crop insurance could encourage some of the best-managed farms to leave the program. Keith Coble of Mississippi State University finished an analysis late last month that shows that land that's in the largest farms is significantly less risky than similar units on smaller farms. Brandon Willis, who was the last administrator of the Risk Management Agency under President Obama, tells AgriPulse that the data will be invaluable to lawmakers as they prepare to debate the new farm bill. Coble briefed members of the American Farm Bureau Federation on the study and says he will shortly be out with a working paper on the findings. Coble's findings dovetail with an analysis that economists at Kansas State University posted last fall on the impact of proposals to cap premium subsidies or put a means test on crop insurance participation. For more on the two studies, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter hitting inboxes today. And also check out the second installment in our series, The Breeding Edge. What is gene editing and why should you care? Find out why a scientist at the University of California, Berkeley, calls gene editing a democratizing tool. USDA defends telework crackdown. USDA is tightening its telework policy to ensure that employees are in the office more frequently. A statement to AgriPulse says the tougher policy is the result of feedback from across the department and reflects longstanding concerns with the previous regulations. Under the new policy, employees will be permitted to telework two days per pay period and must be at their workstation at least four days every week. Additional telework days could be allowed to address space availability issues. Any telework arrangements that were negotiated as a part of a collective bargaining agreement exempt from the new policy. The department says a draft of the policy was circulated to agency heads and human resource officers. Keep in mind, telework absences have been a challenge at USDA going back to at least the George W. Bush presidency. Northy backers plot alternative. Senator Chuck Grassley, Iowa Republican, says he's had no success in getting Texas Senator Ted Cruz to lift his hold on Bill Northey's USDA nomination and is now looking into ways to get around the roadblock. 
Grassley told reporters yesterday that he had a fairly lengthy discussion with Cruz on the Senate floor, but didn't make much progress. Grassley says he's looking at other approaches that he wouldn't specify. Cruz has refused to budge from demands for a cap on the price of biofuel credits known as rents. Grassley says demanding a cap on rents, quote, makes negotiation a dead end. Northey's nomination to be Undersecretary for Farm and Conservation Programs has been on hold since October. USDA, use Rural Prosperity Report for Farm Bill. As lawmakers work on the 2018 Farm Bill, USDA is hoping they'll use some of the conclusions from the recently released report by the White House Task Force on Agriculture and Rural Prosperity. The 23-page report goes well beyond the purview of the House and Senate Agriculture Committees, according to Ann Hazlitt, Assistant to the Secretary for Rural Development. But there are also plenty of ideas that Congress could use to strengthen the next five-year farm bill. The task force, which included representatives from the Departments of Agriculture, Commerce, Transportation, Education, and Energy, focuses on improving economic development, workforce, technology innovation, and general quality of life in rural America. State dicamba ban advances. A panel of legislators in Arkansas has voted to back a ban on dicamba use this year, supporting a proposal by the state plant board. A subcommittee of the state's legislative council okayed the ban yesterday after sending it back to the plant board last month. The legislators had asked the board to take another look at the proposal with an eye toward implementing restrictions that would vary depending on location in the state. But the plant board reaffirmed its decision to institute an April 16 to October 31st prohibition on over-the-top applications of the herbicide. Argentine lemon set to arrive in the U.S. U.S. Department of Agriculture's controversial decision last year to allow imports of Argentine lemons will be bearing fruit soon. Argentina is expected to ship about 20,000 metric tons of lemons to the U.S. this year. That according to a new report from the U.S. Department of Agriculture's Foreign Agriculture Service. It's not enough to have any significant impact on the lemon market here, but concerns in the U.S. have always been about the risk of bringing citrus diseases into the country. Two California farms joining the U.S. Citrus Science Council in filing suit last May, seeking to block the Trump administration's decision to allow in Argentine lemons. The lawsuit says Argentina is home to diseases like black spot and citrus greening that could be spread to U.S. groves. The FAS report says Argentina continues to maintain a citrus greening-free status after detecting only isolated cases. Well, here's today's He Said It. I don't know where that guy went. I want him back. That Senator Lindsey Graham, a Republican of South Carolina, talking about the differences between the two immigration meetings with President Trump held last week. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, January 17th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nally.